Welcome to the Mind, Body and Life podcast. My name is Sam. And I'm Reese. We are the health guys. Our mission is to change the way the world perceives health. We want to show you that there is a much simpler and more sustainable way for you to build a body that you feel confident and proud of. Yo guys, so welcome to the Mind, Body and Life podcast again. So it's Sam here today. How are you doing, Reese? Are you okay? I'm it, thank you. Yeah, had a pretty productive weekend, got some good stuff done. Was uh, out visiting a friend on Saturday and on Sunday had some good family time. So I feel recharged and set up ready for the week, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. I mean, we are recording this on Wednesday, so <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm glad you set up for the week. Um, <laughs> yeah, at least uh, it's taking a little bit of time. Anyway, so today I think what we're going to talk about is a little bit about stress because I think both of us have been doing a lot of reflecting over the last week and a half around ourselves, uh, where we are, what we've achieved in the last few years, uh, and even who kind of we maybe want to help. But a lot of things that I've reflected on is stress. And for me, it started probably six or seven years ago, and it was a slow accumulation. Don't get me wrong, we're not talking about emotions today, but that was definitely included within this. But my dad was diagnosed with brain tumor in on the 1st of January 2017 and 10 months later he passed away and through all that there was a lot of obviously stuff going on uh, and a lot of stress building up of course I was a personal trainer at that moment in time and so I had to run a business as well and keep trying to keep clients happy you know be the person that they you know, expected me to be while obviously a lot of stuff going in the background. I wasn't dealing with it very well. I did think I was at the time, of course, but stress built up. Over the next couple of years, you know, things happened as just normal life does. You know what I mean? Like it's just normal things. But uh, I I got married and bought a house at the same time during COVID. Uh, obviously, COVID happened as well. And the fact of where the business was going to go and all that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of stress going on. I think because I didn't deal with it properly, didn't I used a lot of escapism, such as food, such as alcohol, and even getting into a little bit of drugs, which I've never really done. You know, that was only a couple of months, thankfully, but it did happen. And it was a case that it built up so much that just everyday things in life, like really struggled to handle in myself. Like if you know, my wife said something to me, you know, oh, we need to think about this, whatever. And I just like, I couldn't think about it. Like there was just nothing within me. And I think that stress had just built up so much over time. I started getting ill all the time. I remember I was ill probably four times in the space of probably a few months and seriously ill as well. Not like just a cold. It was like, I was in bed, you know, I was, it was my 30th birthday. And I remember I couldn't interact in it. My family had taken me away to the Lake District and I couldn't interact in it because I was just ill. I had such a sore throat um, and it was potentially conjunctivitis in the end. But again, like, yeah, just I got to a point where I was, I just couldn't couldn't deal with anything anymore, right? I probably wasn't a nice person to be around. Uh, we talked about, I think we talked about last week about you, Reese, and the mood and lower mood and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, I didn't, if I'm honest, like, I didn't know where to go from there. And I think... It was kind of over the last few years, I've managed to overcome all of that 
including all the emotional aspect of it as well. And there was definitely a few things that I did that helped. And we're going to go into that in a little bit later, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the main, the main thing we want to kind of talk about here as well is like stress and how it actually affects people. And we want to touch on as well, the most common tools that people use to overcome stress. The most common ones that are around now, Sam, you touched on them, alcohol, drugs, to me, a massive tool that I use to overcome stress is gambling. I would have a shit week or I'd have an argument or a falling out with someone. It'd be like, oh, fucking hell, it's football and tonight I'll put, the, I'll put a bet on that'll make me feel better. Or I remember there was times where I was in my, going through some rough patches in my life and in a Wednesday afternoon, I'd be like looking at the 1.30 at Haydock and putting a horse race on at 1.30 on a Wednesday afternoon when I should have been working. So like, we want to talk about today some of the most commonly used tools that people, forms of escapism that people use to overcome stress. We want to show you now knowing what we know, knowing the tools and habits that we've developed over the last seven years of refining it and refining it and working with a multitude of different people, we want to share with you some of the tools that we now implement into our lives so that we're not using coping mechanisms for stress that are going to be to detriment of our vision, our life mission, and that essentially pull us further away from where we want to be. Um, so yeah, gambling, alcohol, drugs, scrolling now, Netflix, these are all massive forms of escapism. Um, obviously, watching a couple of hours of Netflix or scrolling on your phone for a couple of hours isn't as detrimental as getting absolutely off your face every weekend like I did in my late teens and early 20s. Um, well, and- it, can, it can be, though, because I think, like, yeah, okay, maybe it, it tanks my energy. Yeah. And it depends, like, I don't think you shouldn't do it. I think we just have to understand the reasons why we're doing it, right? Because I think there's a difference between watching a Netflix show because you want to wind down or enjoy a bit of, you know, time by yourself or whatever to, you know, just watching endless amounts of programs. And I I find myself doing that as well, watching endless programs just to do it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's about putting limitation limits on that. I think for me, like when it comes to stress now, if I was to give someone some advice (laughs) on how to deal, manage and overcome stress, I think the first thing that you have to do is you have to dig deep and maybe do some journaling around or writing down. Journaling is obviously a bit of a buzzword at the minute. But if you just do some writing down on what the what the triggers are for your stress, what are the contributors for your stress within your life, and take note over this isn't just a daily thing. This is over done over days, weeks, sometimes even months. Like, what are the main contributors of stress within your life? The first step that anyone needs to change any habit that they're not that they don't want or that's not serving them a purpose is awareness, right? So step number one, we need to be aware of what the main stresses are within our life. And I think a lot of people that we work with or everyone that we work with, it's work, right? And actually workaholism is a form of escapism too. It doesn't mean to say that you need to stop working, but you know, workaholism is a massive form of escapism because we're putting our energy into something else. And it's, you know, it can be productive in one way, but we also need to deal with the stress because otherwise, you know, we're not going to be able to deal with our personal life's never going to be great because of that, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So having the awareness around that is the first step to the change. I think building on from that, you have to then look at what your coping mechanisms currently are. I've said for me, the main one, I've never really massively turned to drugs and alcohol. Drugs for me was more so that 
I was working a job that I hated. I wrote a post on this. I worked a job that I didn't like at the time and it was kind of counting down the days because my weeks Monday to Friday was so boring. It'd be counting down the days till I could book the next rave or go to the next club and drugs that came with that. And it was kind I of... Think we used to, I mean, it was during probably the period when my dad was ill, but we used to go to York races, right? We used to drink copeless bottles of wine, gamble. I mean, you more so than me. Uh, I was kind of doing that for a little bit of fun. Um, I was putting a pound on here and there. But, you know, we would do it. We would literally do it every single week. That's what we kind of, and that's the only time that I felt alive, really, in that moment. Felt good, felt good about myself. I agree with that big time. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking at other means, external means from yourself to give you that kick, to give you that life buzz. So like like Sam just said, we were just getting absolutely plastered every single weekend. And then on Monday, it'd be, Canelo, don't, I'm going to get through this week. So we have to find awareness around what the contributors of stress are. For most of the men that we work with, most of the women that we work with, it's work. Second of all, we need to find what our coping mechanisms are for stress that are pulling us further away from where we want to be, our life vision and our life mission. Um, it's not necessarily that drinking is bad or that touching on drugs is bad. It's the knock-on effect that that has. It's how you're operating day-to-day. If you're, if you're getting smashed every weekend, I know from personal experience, as does Sam, your energy's tanked. You don't have the motivation. You don't feel good day-to-day. Your productivity at work drops. Your zest for life drops. So it's about identifying what your coping mechanisms are for stress having that life vision and mission in mind and actually thinking to yourself, okay, well, what habits do I need to replace these ones with that are going to serve a purpose and push me for, for closer towards my goals? And I think that's the key thing. Um, for me, like I've just said a moment ago, alcohol and drugs were never that prominent. Gambling was. There was a period for probably about three years where I didn't go a day without putting a bet on somewhere. I remember the times when I was working at Pure Gym five, six years ago and I'd have the six o'clock start and I am so ashamed to say this. It makes me cringe saying this right now. I'd do the six, I'd have a client at 6.30 on a morning at Pure Gym and I'd be looking on Bet365 for any games that were on at 6.30 a.m. before I went down to PT to just stick a fiver on. That is, that, that I've, I genuinely did that pure and like just to think of that now and yeah, so... I was actually was... very worried there that you were going to tell me that you were snorting a line of coke before going down or something. <laughs> no, not quite. No, no, no. I was never quite that bad. I had to wait until lunch for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, like, that wasn't serving me a purpose. Not only was it tanking my bank balance, I was, it was it was exhausting. Gambling was exhausting because of the emotions that come with it. You're, like, high and then you're low and you're high. It was exhausting. So, it was tanking my business. It was tanking my social life. It was tanking my moods and none of those three things were aligned to the person I wanted to be or the person that I wanted to become. So for me, it was about finding something that could fill that void, give me the same kick, but provide a different result. And for me, this all changed personally when I started jujitsu, when I started training a combat sport two and, two and a bit years ago. That was my form of escapism. And now I'm not saying that escapism is a good thing and you should have some form of escapism. But when I'm having a stressful week, when I am feeling low, when I am feeling heightened state of emotion, stressed, angry, going and doing a jujitsu session is an immediate release of all that tension that I've had building up that previously would result in me going and putting a bet on instead. 
So I think it's the three steps to overcoming stress, in my opinion. I know you're going to share a different perspective. Um, awareness around what the contributors of your stress are. Awareness of the bad habits that you want to, bad habits and behaviours that you want to overcome. And then an awareness also of what habits and behaviours you want to integrate to start to override those bad negative habits that you do have. And it's a, it's a bit of an overhaul, right? It's, it's kind of over, it takes time, but it's about once you've identified, you've got the awareness and you've identified, you can start to rebuild from there. And like I say, it's a long process, but so worth it. Yeah. I think it all comes from not being able to deal with it. I think that's where it all comes from. Not being able to deal with the stress properly, as we've said. And so we look to short term gratification in that moment to feel better in ourselves because a very, very basic human need is to get out of pain into pleasure, right? We don't want to feel pain. We want to feel pleasure. And so it's understandable that we turn to food, alcohol, drugs, gambling, workaholism, so we can feel better. But the problem is when we're choosing comfort now, when we're choosing pleasure now, we're going to end up in pain later on. And that's exactly, even in the short term, we would drink Monday morning, you know, we'd feel terrible. But, you know, in the long term too, you know, the, the weight creeps on, right? We are not the persons that we want to be to our family, to our friends, you know, probably work will suffer as well. Even though a lot of the clients that we work with, you know, are high in their jobs and they do well at work, it doesn't mean that you can't do better. And, you know, it's always going to end up in pain later. Whereas if you choose the pain or the discomfort and saying no right now, if you choose the pain and discomfort of trying to overcome it in different and better ways you're going to end up in comfort later because you're not you're going to have so much more like this stress like stress is pretty much like an energy inside the body and when we're like just full up of it like we have no space for anything else so we can release that energy we can release that space and you know have that those outlets and there's so many different outlets you talked about jujitsu then you know and i found many different things that like meditation really helps and i know that's a big one for you as well uh, journaling really helps. Uh, doing hiking for you, yeah. Getting into nature is really big because I think in our world and society, like we've got our phones, we've got our laptops, we've got so many different ways that people can communicate with us. But you take like what you go one mile into nature, and there's none of that, and all you see is as well don't you when you're out in nature you as an individual are insignificant everything that's around you the weather the the animals the wildlife it don't give a shit about you you just become insignificant when you're out in nature and i think that's quite like humbling that you're not actually so it brings you down to earth that you're not actually as important as we place place ourselves and our ego likes to believe yeah and and i think there's a there's a term that i learned quite a while ago called flow state and i think a good thing to get into is flow state now you can get into that in work obviously but stuff that takes effectively your mind off a lot of stuff is helpful as well so it's not necessarily helping you to deal with it but it's helping you to clear your mind for a little bit and that's kind of like you know over COVID I did a few puzzles maybe a few quite oh jigsaws like quite a few people did that right and that was something that you know got me into that flow state meditation helps as well um definitely nature I think you get into that flow state with that especially if you're with a couple of mates and stuff. And then, yeah. Yeah, so just before I forget, because you were touching on that, it popped into my head. I'm going to name Paul, post up about Paul earlier. 
Um, and there's a few other clients in the tribe as well, but I don't know if they would mind me name dropping. I know Paul don't give a shit if I name drop. But a lot of clients that we come to, that come to work with us have, have, like you said, placed all of the effort, energy, health, everything has been at jeopardy for working on the business and building a business and getting really high in the work life. But we've had multiple clients come into the program where the only constant within their life that they're happy with is the work. They're really proud of the work that they've done. And they feel like the work is at where it needs to be. And then they come into the program, we coach them, they take control of the health, mental and physical, and then they actually then go on into work and get a promotion. Like, for example, Paul, his work was phenomenal last year. He's worked on his health and let his business kind of take a backseat slightly, but still working on it. And then in January 2023, this, this January, he had the biggest month he's had in business. During the cost of living crisis. Exactly, exactly. And that's because where his mental capacity is, his ability to handle stresses, his personal standards around his health, because he's operating at such a higher standard, his work's actually beneficial, uh, benefiting. And another client, I'm not going to name drop her, but she came into the program, again, work life, absolutely phenomenal. She's gone and got a promotion to managing director within six months. So it's like, it's not just about like raising your personal standards and your health. It actually has a massive impact on your work, which is for the most clients we work with, a top priority. Yeah, I often think that one of the biggest stresses is actually not doing the shit that you said you would do. And that includes like your your body, you know, are you working out? Are you eating well? A lot of people are not healthy. And the, the problem is that causes a little bit more stress because you know you should be doing it, but you're not. Taking action also helps reduce stress, right? And of course, that's not say work stress or anything like that, but you know that if there's a big kind of deadline at work and you're putting it off a little bit and then all of a sudden, like you just do it, the stress goes because you've done it right. It's the same in your body. And I believe that actually, if you sort, you know, get into the best physical and mental shape of your life, that's only going to help your stress because you're living, you're, you're living a bit more fulfilled, a bit more like values and a bit more like, you know, just, you oh, you raise your standards, right? And you're feeling better in yourself. So everything else get a better version of you, like your family, like your friends, like your work, right? The things that you probably value the most. One hundred percent, I agree. No, I'm just I'm just agreeing completely there, mate. Um, and we spoke about it last night, right? In our live meeting with the clients, working on your health. If you're in a position where you are a few stone overweight, you know you don't have much clarity. You feel like you've lost your purpose making change to your health to lose that weight to get in shape is voluntary stress it's voluntary discomfort and when we voluntarily like last year i did ice baths every day like when we voluntarily put ourselves in stress and we learn and build the tools to to develop the tools sorry to be able to handle stress when life inevitably throws stress at us whether that's in work relationships whatever it may be because you've voluntarily put yourself under stress time and time and time again you actually develop the tools to be able to handle involuntary stress or basically shit that life throws at you you're well equipped to be able to deal with that because you've become so accustomed to voluntarily putting yourself in stressful situations whether that's difficult workouts whether that's um we had a client go and do an interview that she felt really uncomfortable doing like whatever it is if you can voluntarily put yourself under stress and overcome it it equips you with an arsenal of tools to be able to overcome involuntarily stress. Yeah, I mean, taking action is always going to 
you know, reduce anxiety, reduce stress, reduce probably a lot of emotional buildup as well, you know, and I think that is really, really important to understand here. And actually it, it, it can be the simple stuff like better nutrition, you know, training, I think exercise with a direction and purpose is really, really key. And I think that's one of the reasons why jujitsu, one of the reasons why jujitsu really helped you because it was something that gave you a bit more purpose in your training. Of course, it's something that you really enjoy and that helps as well, right? But that's the same for running with me. It gave me kind of a purpose. When Once I booked my ultramarathon uh, that I did a couple of years ago, I was like so focused in training. It was unbelievable. And as soon as I finished, like I got unfocused. And so I think as well, like having these clear strategies, directions, purposes in in food, in training, in sleep, in you know, the stuff that we actually do to help with stress as well and actively reduce stress. But the thing is, it could even, I was trying to think of other things earlier, but it could even be like having a bath or, you know, doing an ice bath, for example, or these sorts of things, right? There can be daily things uh, or there can be bigger things like getting a massage once a week or whatever it is, right? And there's many, many different ways. And I think everyone has to find their own way to help reduce stress, but it has to be an active decision to start doing it. Like you said, the first decision is awareness, right? And then we need to look to kind of, from that awareness, look at what habits we need to change and then actually just go and do it. Take the action that you said you were going to do and start, you know, getting in the best physical and mental shape that you can. So you are starting to live with more power, purpose and passion. Yeah, the last thing I want to say, because this just popped into my head before we wrap this up, there is, just because I was talking about voluntary stress just a moment ago, on Disney Plus, your favourite dude, Chris Hemsworth. Um, Sam's Sam's little um, celebrity crush is Chris Hemsworth. He, he, uh, he's a bit of an idol for you, Sam, isn't he, <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously I look like him in every single way, so that's why I like him. So, yeah. Yeah, when I sometimes when I uh, when I see you and I, I have to, you're at a distance, I actually think you're Chris Hemsworth, especially with my top off, right? That's it, mate. Yeah, no, but anyway, Disney Plus, Chris Hemsworth. I forget what it's called, but there's a documentary on Disney Plus now with Chris Hemsworth in it, and I forget the name, but uh, Limitless, Limitless. Take a look at that. Anyone listening, take a look at that. Just while we're talking about voluntary stress, uh, he goes through a series of grueling stressful challenges to better equip him with dealing with life stress and it's a real good paints a much better picture than what i did when i spoke about voluntary stress a moment ago so i definitely recommend listening to that or watching that yeah for sure and so guys really appreciate you listening as always to the probably millions of listeners who will listen to this uh and if you can it'd be absolutely amazing be so thankful and appreciative if you share this with anyone that you think could benefit from this podcast on stress today and just share, follow us on socials, which is in the description. And yeah, I just really appreciate any of that. And we will see you next week. For... See you next week. Yeah. See you later guys.